every single woman that I have talked to has admitted that she feels better, she's more productive, she has a better attitude, she is um, you know, less snappy with her husband and more easygoing with her kids. And just overall, her life has improved when she feels good and what she's wearing. Welcome girls to the Get Up Girl podcast, where we are making you live your fullest and fun life. My name is Joanna Vargas, and every week I will pour into you with my stories, tools, and fun radical candor. I believe that when you ask better questions, up-level your habits, and get freaking real, you will have a happier life. If you're looking for more fun, more magic, and more joy, you're my girl. This one's for you. Are you ready? Let's create your dream life. Hi, girls, and welcome back to another episode of The Get Up Girl. You're in for a treat because, oh my gosh, I have Stephanie Gilstrap. I mean, this girl, she's one of my faves. You know when you have your like top five chicks that you're just like, I want to hang out with you. You're the bomb. That is Stephanie. Before we jump into it, I do want to let you know that this Saturday is our free Slay Gals female online workshop just for our gals. And what we're doing is we're coming together and I am gifting you five of my great friends, all business owners are going to be talking to you for about 20 minutes each, a quick two hours. It's going to go by so fast, you're not going to feel like you're on a Zoom call. And Stephanie is speaking this Saturday, December 12th in 2020, if you're listening to this in real time. And it's from 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time to 1 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Wherever you are in the world, just Google it, look it up to see what time that is in your time zone. The link is in the bio, or you can go to thegetupgirl.net forward slash sleigh gals. It's free. And what we're doing is we are raising money to give back to the silent essential worker. That is the seamstress working near me in Los Angeles, California, sewing the PPE gowns and masks all during COVID, working overtime to make sure that, you know, those are being done. And also, have you ever asked yourself, who makes my clothes? Your clothes are coming from somewhere and they're the ones sewing it. And I'm excited to to shed light and just let them know, hey, we appreciate you. We see you. Thank you for sewing our clothes. And by that, all my girlfriends are coming together for this Saturday, Slay Gals. Make sure you sign up because Stephanie will be there. So right now she's going to give you a little just kind of insight of what she does. She is so fun. So Stephanie is a woman's wardrobe coach, okay? And she helps mompreneurs. Also, you know, just all kinds of gals. I'm not a mom, but she helps me as well feel sexy, sassy, and so sophisticated. Okay. So that they can stand in their power to boost their sales. Come on, girls, let's get real. When you look good and you feel good, when you look good, you feel good. I think I got that. You know what I mean? But yeah, it's so true. And you know what we talk about on our show? We get deep about staying home and working from home. And a lot of women that have talked to her have just let themselves go, so to speak. Like, oh, I'm at home and all I see is my husband and my kids. So why should I get out of my yoga pants? And she's like, girl, that's the best reason to get out. Those are the closest people to you. 
Take a shower, do your hair, put some makeup on, and please follow Stephanie on Instagram. She has the best reels. <laughs> Seriously, she's so creative. Like you cannot take her eyes off her. You have to follow her. And she is the founder of Mom to Milf Style Method. I mean, isn't that the greatest title ever? <laughs> and her signatures are 60-day wardrobe mentorship and daily style upgrade and her daily outfit blueprint. That's really cool. She has a membership. So every day you get this like blueprint of what to wear and it's for pieces in your closet. So today, let's say for example, blue jeans, a white tee with a logo on it and a flannel and then put something in your hair. I mean, it's just, she's really phenomenal. And I highly recommend that you do not tune out. You listen here and sign up for Slay Gals. We will see you this Saturday. I'm so excited to introduce you to my gals. That's the biggest thing. I want you to see who these women are that are in my circle. I mean, you are who you hang around with. You hang around with five not so fun people, you're going to be the sixth not so fun person. If you hang out with five people that drink, you're going to be the sixth person that drink. You hang out with five people that smoke cigarettes, you're going to be the sixth person who smokes cigarettes. You hang out with five people that are motivating and happy and uplifting, you're going to be the sixth person that's motivating and uplifting. Okay, so I want to introduce you to my girlfriends. Here you go, Stephanie Gilstrap, and I'll see you on the flip side. And welcome, Stephanie, to the Get Up Girl podcast. I am ecstatic to have you here. How are you, girl? I'm so good. Yes, I'm so grateful to be here. Thank you for having me. We always have so much fun when we chat. So <laughs> We do. And everybody listening, you have to follow Stephanie on Instagram. She puts literally the best reels, the best videos. If you ever want to just feel good, her page is a feel good page. It'll make you get out of your leggings, ladies, and into some hot jeans, right? And to make things that you have in your closet and put them together. You don't need to go shopping and get, you know, 10,000 outfits, but to put those pieces together. So what you do is you turn the mom into the MILF, right? And so you're a mom of two, right? Yeah, that's yeah. right. You know what? Let's start with some rapid fire okay. before we jump into everything so everybody can get to know you a little bit better. Where'd you grow up? I grew up in a small town called Redmond, Oregon. Oregon. Okay. Now, where do you live now? Right now, we live in Chandler, Arizona. Oh, that's right. You're in Arizona. Everybody's yeah. going to Arizona. I need to go visit <laughs> you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Totally. Well, including us, we just moved down here like less than six months ago from Oregon. So it's okay. It's you're awesome. the, the implants as well. Uh, exactly. Yep. What's your favorite quote? My favorite quote is confidence is the ability to feel beautiful without needing someone to tell you. And that's by Mandy Hale. <laughs> Amen, girl. Amen. <laughs> Because my love language is words of affirmation. So I got to work on that because I need so much stimulus of tell me I'm beautiful, but then I need, so I don't yeah. want confidence to be on that. That's a good quote. Who was your role model growing up? My role model growing up. That's a, that's a, that's a really good question. Honestly, I would have to say growing up, it was my older sister, even though I feel like we've had a lot of like turmoil and as a whole, like as we've, we've grown and, and things like that, we see life a lot differently in a lot of different ways. I always looked up to her as my older sister to like kind of pave the path for me and to show me, show me the way in life. So I've always really respected that about her. 
And that's Melissa. Melissa. Yeah. Melissa. Yes. If you need Pinterest, DM me and I'll, I'll give you her handle. Yeah. She's great (laughs) at that. Okay. Last question. I didn't tell you this. So it's a little left field. What is your favorite book? Uh, My favorite book that would have to be, I I would have to say, I would have to say it's the, um, the no, the no. Oh shoot. I'm like, it's like the power of no, or, or I forget the the actual. I think I believe that that's the actual title. And it's just all, yeah, yeah, totally. Exactly. And it's all about just like reframing your mindset about how the more you hear no, the closer you are to yes. And it really helps. Power of no, not now. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. The power of no. Yeah, totally. Yeah. It's a really, really great book. And the one that I specifically read was for network marketers and it just reframed my whole mindset about rejection and things like that. So. Okay, I'm going to write that one down because it reminds me of that movie, Yes Man, with Jim Carrey. And oh, totally. So yeses, but it kind of reminds me of the opposite of the no. I really like that. Okay, well, Stephanie, tell us how you got involved in styling women and getting them out of their mom funk, so to speak, in the leggings. How the heck did you get into this? <laughs> yeah, totally. Well, it's it's kind of crazy because honestly, like growing up, I never had this in my life. Like I, I didn't have any influences that really like got me into fashion. It was basically just that I loved Seventeen magazine and I just always really like had it. Is that magazine still around, Stephanie? I, I honestly think that it still is. Okay. Anyway, 17 <laughs> Magazine, got it. Yeah. And that's what really kind of like got me interested from a creative aspect. And then as, as time just went on, I the biggest thing for me was I became an entrepreneur at 25 and then got involved in network marketing right around 30. And when I got involved in network marketing, I really, because of all these like in-person events and you know, I like wanted to like schmooze with like the, the big dogs, you yes. know, the self-development. So, yes, yep, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I naturally started like showing up, like, it, w- like I'd spend all this time picking out all these bomb outfits and I'd notice how much it would make me stand taller. It would make me more confident. It would make me be oh more willing to approach. These yes. people. And through that, I made some incredible connections, you know, with one of some of the top people in the company, including Chris and Lori Harder. That's actually how I got introduced to them. Interesting. Okay. Got it. Uh-huh. Yeah. And so it just kind of like evolved from there. And and actually I, I really got thrown into it when um when COVID hit because our restaurants that we owned at the time, we had to like close our doors temporarily and we lost our income. And so that's when I was like, all right, I'm gonna go full blown with this styling thing. And that's really how it all happened. Because you were doing it on the side, quote unquote, yeah. as a side mm-hmm. hustle. Yeah. With your restaurants, how many did you close? Three. Well, but it was just temporarily. Like they're, you know, they're they're still around and everything. But it was just like for several months, we we stopped getting paid basically because there mm-hmm. weren't any customers. <laughs> okay. But they're open yeah. now. You just uh-huh. are not there physically because you moved? Yeah. And we're in the process of like selling our, our part of it and all of that, but yeah, but transferring over fully into styling, definitely from that whole process. You and I kind of have the similar trajectory of, you know, the brick and mortar and I'm leaving that. And side note, girl, are you happier now creating 
the Stephanie brand instead of like doing this behind the scene, I'm going to call it with a brick and mortar. Cause that's how I feel right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And it's, it's caused me to like grow at such an exponential rate, like personally, whereas I feel like before I could always kind of hide behind like the brand of the restaurant and things. But when you're the one putting yourself in the forefront, it's a whole nother level girl, right? <laughs> <laughs> Amen to that. I've been an entrepreneur for like 25 plus years and I'm like, oh, I can do this. It's a whole nother muscle. It's like I've been doing abdominals my whole life and now I got to do squats. And I'm like, what? I have a butt? What? I got to do squats. Yeah. That's how I feel. It is such a learning lesson. It's a master's degree in yourself, right? Mm-hmm. And then where you're peekabooing and where you're hiding. And I think... I just had this aha well, you're, where you will have your like light bulb moment. You'll have your like, oh my gosh, I'm not hiding anymore. Like, mm-hmm. let's go where you, I've been peekabooing. Has your business exploded or gotten bigger since COVID and when you stopped hiding? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it it absolutely has. It's it's kind of like crazy how much like your I mean your business grows in proportion to how much you grow personally right so it's Amen. like they're always working in tandem so it's like it it's kind of this like yin and yang thing that like happens and it was like as soon as I started putting myself out there my business started growing as my business started to grow it built my confidence and it made me grow even more and they're just kind of like building off of each other in that way which is really cool Yeah, where it feels like Mm -hmm. it's an overnight success, but you've been working on it for so long, but it was overnight Mm -hmm. to get the explosion, but doesn't Mm -hmm. mean that it was overnight from start. Like, that's how I feel. I'm like, I'm an overnight success of 25 years. Oh, girl. Right? And everybody's, (laughs) but that doesn't sound sexy. You know, people don't want to sign up for that business course. You know, they want to sign up for the make millions in a month. It's like, it doesn't exist. Right. But you will be overnight in the success if you just keep showing up consistently and small. And I don't mean small, but you know what I mean. You don't need to overnight right away. Baby steps, steps, but consistent Mm -hmm. baby steps. Right. Mm -hmm. That is, I think, the part that we we miss. This is the get up girl, right? And mm-hmm. love talking about how to get up and without like the the cliches and the that we're lying, like let's get real, girl. Stephanie, tell us about a time where you fell, like you just like, oh, and you had to get back up. And then how did you get back up? Yes. So I it's funny, I literally just did an Instagram post on this like an hour ago. <laughs> because I just, yeah, no, totally. I think it was like about being on here with you and it inspired me. Um, No, I would definitely say it was when I had our son very, very young at at 21. And that was, that was after I had already struggled with a lot of like teenage depression and anxiety and feeling very lost and ungrounded through my entire teenage life. And I barely even graduated high school. That's how depressed I was, even though I'm very smart and well-spoken and all of that. And then I got pregnant, you know, not long after high school. And I really just felt like I had become what everyone thought I was going to be, which is a failure. And that, that was what some, a story that I created around that whole thing. So yeah, that was a really tough time for me for sure. And how did you get back up? I mean, so you gave birth. I mean, were you 
gosh, I, I mean, for me, when I get depressed, I'm like literally on the floor and I just can't get up. What did it look like? It was really, really ugly. <laughs> really. Um, ugly. And yeah, going back to what we were just saying about how any anything in life is all about like baby steps and it's all about consistency, right? I, I truly like felt like my life was over. I was like, there was a lot of crying. There was a lot of anger with myself and with the people around me for not being supportive. You know, I had really bad pro postpartum depression after I had my son and had to be like medicated for it. Um, definitely had like suicidal thoughts and things like that, that I had to, that I had to deal through. But ultimately I think you know, the, the shining light for me was really knowing, I guess, in the back of my mind the whole time that I really had that struggle for a, a larger overall purpose than what I could truly understand. Because it was like, okay, I know that I'm a really good person. There has to be a reason that I'm going through this struggle. And that's something that I always kind of clung to. And that's what helped me to take those small steps every day to finally like, get to where I am today, even though I'm, I still feel like I have so much farther to go, but it really looking back, it's like, wow, I have really come a long way, which I'm really proud of. Yeah. When you were feeling that, what are like some of the small things you did? Somebody's listening right now and like, okay, I'm there. I, I can see the light at the end of the tunnel, but what's one little baby step that I can do today? I would definitely say a huge part is like learning how much the people around you affect everything about the way you go about life and the thoughts that you have in your head and an overall energy that contributes to either moving you forward or holding you back or even pulling you back. Um, and that was like a tough reality that I had to, you know, overcome many times over the past you know, 15 years or so is, you know, realizing how much those people did affect me negatively during a lot of times in my life. And so I would slowly have to weed people out essentially and distance myself. And there were a lot of times where I felt like I didn't have anyone. Mm -hmm. um, and I felt extremely lonely. And I'm like, where am I gonna like find these people? Like, I'm a really cool person. Why? Why can I not like find <laughs> great, kind, you know, people that that want more out of life? Like, where are they? And so um, I would definitely say like analyzing your circle, it, it can be like a really hard thing to do. But as long as we accept the fact that, yeah, there are going to be times likely where I'm going to be a little bit lonely as I'm like trying to find those new people that are actually going to help me get to where I want to be. Well, Stephanie, you're talking about network marketing. Was that one of the pivotal moments of when you started to consciously or on purpose, go make new friends, so to speak, in a new circle? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. It really did. And it exposed me for the first time in my life to people that actually wanted more out of life and that were actually supportive and wanted to lift other people up. And there was this wonderful team environment that I had like never been exposed to and never been a part of. And having that energy around me, it truly like was one of the many ways in my life that I've built my confidence. You know, we get confidence from so many different things. And, and my role in that is through the clothes that we wear, right? 
but it's through the people around us. It's through education, you know, it's through all of our experiences and things like that. And that really was something that um, opened my mind to a whole nother realm of like, wow, there are really good people out there that, that want to see me succeed and are going to help me get there. Agreed. When I started network marketing, got in my early 20s, that was one of the moments, the pivotal ways for me to go, oh my gosh, there, there's more like I am. There's more unicorns, right? <laughs> I'm like, oh, they're there. They exist. So anybody mm -hmm. listening, if you're just like, I don't know where to go or where are they? I live in this town and they don't really exist. I highly recommend network marketing and finding that one product that resonates with you. But if you need like a leg in, a little foot in the door to see that it exists, you know, it's like to know that Santa Claus exists. It's like there. I highly recommend it. I want to talk about the outfits. Okay. So tell us about when you would go into these events, because I am going to point out, I love dressing up, but yet the people that I'm usually surrounded with do not dress up. So when I do, I'm looked at as like, oh, you look so fancy. You know, you get those comments. And when I started to go to Chris and Lori Harder's events, which is our mentors, mastermind, mm -hmm. shout out to them, follow them on Instagram. The individuals in there dressed for the event, dressed for the person that they would like to be. And that so inspired me, right? Because then I'm like, oh my gosh, I want to level up. I've always wanted to dress like this. I just didn't want to receive all that attention. So that was another like aha for me. When I go into those rooms and they're is that level of like dressing for the part. Tell me about that, Stephanie. Like what is something for somebody as I that's like, oh, what can I do? That one little step to put an outfit together when I walk in a room. I love that you brought that up with like how interesting it is, how it depends, like some one environment you'll have people that like will look down on you for doing it and then you'll have another environment where people will respect you oh, and I great. think that's that's how you know when you're in the right place right amen <laughs> celebrate your shoes celebrate those pink high heels yeah it, yeah it's important to pay attention to that um energy for sure and and actually real quick sorry before I answer that question I wanted to bring up that what you said about like almost almost like it makes you feel like you want to shrink Yep. When the people around you are almost like, like saying it in a bad way that you're, it's almost like they're really the undertone of what they're saying is like, who do you think you are? Like, why do you need this attention basically? And that's how I've always kind of interpreted those kind of comments. And yeah. the unfortunate thing is I talk to a lot of women and like my, so many of my clients bring this up when we really dig deep is that as women it's a roadblock for us to want to show up and look really nice because deep down we're afraid of the judgment from other women and that we're going to be like looked at as we're attention seekers and outshining them. Yep, exactly. Okay. Yep. And there's like deep down, like worry of like being attacked, like from like other jealous women and things like that. So, so that's like a, a very real thing. And I think it's important that as, as women, we really tap into that and even more so that's why it's important to get around other women that, that don't do that and like want to also step up their game. Right. Yeah. 
So yeah, so go back to your question about um, what's one thing you can really do to put together a great outfit is first and foremost, I think that there's a underlying uh, importance around accepting like our bodies, especially as women and understanding like what we feel good in and what we don't feel good in. Because no matter what you put on your body, like if it's, if, if it makes you feel insecure in any kind of way, like it defeats kind of the whole purpose of, of the process, right? So really understanding like what works well for your body and paying attention to what types of clothes you really feel good in is super, super important. And I would say to start with like basic, like foundational pieces. So like capsule pieces are really, really important that we all have in our wardrobe because capsule pieces like mix and match all together. They're neutral colors. They, you know, they're very, very versatile. And so if you can grab like a capsule piece or two, even maybe like a black dress, it's always like a really, really great place to start. Even though that might sound simple and basic, it's like, okay, well, I've got my black dress. I know it works well for my body type. I feel really, really confident in it. How can I add some personality to this to like really make it stand out? And that's where we can start looking at like a great pair of shoes, you know, accessories, like maybe some bold earrings, like, or, or whatever fits your particular style. But that can definitely be like a really, really good place to start if you're just like kind of lost about the whole thing. I like how you said add personality to it instead of accessories. I, I'm going to take that, Stephanie. I'm going to add some personality to this black dress or to these jeans or to whatever I'm wearing. And another thing, I have gone shopping and let's say the sales girl or whomever, oh, this looks so good on you, but I don't feel good. And I've purchased it before trying to like make myself like it because she said it looked good. And she's like, no, trust me, it looks so good, but I just didn't feel good in it. And then I never wore it. And I, for me, it's having grace of going, okay, she liked it, but do I feel good in it? Am I going to walk into a room? And I do want to go back to about the shrinking part many times. I have run back into the house to change my shoes, to change the dress, because once I sit in the car, I'm like, I'm going to overpower people. I'm embarrassed. I love my outfit, but I know I'm going to get, I don't, I don't have the guts right now to take mm-hmm. that attention. And then there's sometimes like, I feel good. I'm going to wear this hat. I'm going to wear this. So I'm going to be more aware of that, you know, mm-hmm. and, and am I choosing for me and noticing who is there at the event? Mm-hmm. And do I want to make a different choice and maybe find a new event, so to speak? Mm-hmm. But I do really like Chris and Lori's events. Again, this is left field, has nothing to do with our conversation, but because of the clothing, I'm like, I show up a different person. The clothing is just a, like a side effect, right? But with that, what is your thing? If somebody's listening to this and going, well, what's my thing? Maybe it's not clothing, but it's the conversations you're having. It's the, what, what's your non-negotiables and moving forward, Stephanie, a new thing, non-negotiable for me is like dressing up this whole time during COVID. I take a shower and do my hair and makeup every single day, even if I don't leave my house. Mm-hmm. Think I'm batshit crazy, right? And I'm like, I'm doing this for me. I'm looking in the mirror. I want to look cute. Like today, I'm just talking to you. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, besides, even if I wasn't doing this live, I still would have done my hair and makeup. Let's mm-hmm. talk about that because I know a lot of your clients or the women are saying, well, I'm working from home and who cares? 
And I know what you think about this. So let us in. What's your take on this? Yeah. Okay. So I'm so glad that you bring that up because I have been hearing a lot of women using the work from home thing as an excuse to not the effort into themselves. And truly, like you said, it is all about doing it for us. And when we do things for us, there's an energy, a different energy that we put out into the world. So I kid you not, Joanna, every single woman that I have talked to has admitted that she feels better. She's more productive. She has a better attitude. She is, um, you know, less snappy with her husband and more easygoing with her kids. And just overall, her life has improved when she feels good and what she's wearing. So to me, I always, you know, I, I'm like set out on this journey to like answer this question of, okay, if, if all women admit that that is the case, so why do so many women on the other side of the coin make excuses and say that they don't need to do that? And so that's where like the disconnect is. And that's where, where I step in to like connect the dots for women. And I truly believe that for every woman that is finding herself saying both of those things, there's some underlying things going on that we really need to like dive into to figure out, okay, are you truly deep down, maybe not feeling worthy of putting the effort into yourself? Are you afraid that you are going to be looked at as attention seeking if you show up online and you're all done up are you afraid that women are going to throw arrows at you because like who is she like looking all fancy just for a live you know or you know we get sucked into this whole idea that being real means looking like train wrecks i girl <laughs> don't get me started <laughs> oh if you really like me i'm real i i, I do it with the way it is so you're gonna look like you just got out of bed no yeah well and yeah I I that is one that I just I can't I can't deal with because who says to be real we have to like feel bad about ourselves because I know that you showing up that way is making you not be your best self so so I'm not buying that sounds like you're not either <laughs> girl I'm so glad you said it because I felt like I was party of one I've been <laughs> okay I, I feel you girl yeah, I had a dance studio and a fitness studio, and it was in our agreement with the teachers, dance teachers and fitness teachers. In the agreement, it said, you must show up having taken a shower with, you know, put yourself together just because you're teaching dance, just because you're fitness doesn't mean you have to just look like a train wreck, right? Mm -hmm. and people are looking up to you. I aspire mm -hmm. because I used to have a trainer. And she would literally just get out of bed and come train me. And I'm like, I am not going to pay you a hundred bucks an hour for me to like, look at yeah. your dirty hair. Like that, that doesn't inspire me to better my body and better my life. And I would get so much kickback from the other girls. And I'm going to say the gals like, well, Joanna, it's fitness. And uh, I don't need to look like, and so much kickback. And I'm going, okay, then this is not the place for you. You go have the clients where mm -hmm. you look like a train wreck. I wouldn't want that instructor. I am so happy that you bring this up because I do want to put that on the real, reuse that as an excuse. And similar to this, Stephanie, in fitness, I get a lot of women that are going to get married. Okay. Mm -hmm. And they work out and they look really good on their wedding day and then they stop working out. So are you doing it for 
the wedding? Or are you doing it for you? What about your husband? Like, I want to look good for my husband. So if I'm there also, your kids are watching. If you look like a train wreck and don't take a shower and your hair's in a bun, your kids are seeing that, right? And I don't think it's about the looks. I think it's about what you're saying, what you are worth, right? And your kids see that. What do you think about that, Stephanie? Oh, yes. Yes. Oh, my gosh. You know, what's funny you say that because I actually just got a DM a couple of weeks ago from a lady, a nice lady. And she she said, help me like I'm having a hard time because I'm I'm working from home and I I don't have the motivation to like get dressed and get ready because all I see all day is my husband and my kids. And I kindly wrote back to her explaining how it's not just your husband and just your kids. And and obviously, I'm going to elaborate much more than I did with her. But we should want to show up for our partners in a way that like makes them like desire us and respect us. And it it's like by us showing ourselves that we respect ourselves, it shows sends a message to them that we respect them and care about their thoughts. I mean, ladies, we need to be very realistic about the fact that our men are visual creatures. <laughs> and and I think that's something that we often forget. And not only that, but like I was saying about how it affects our attitude, it affects just the way we we handle ourselves in family life even. And, um, and like you said about the kids, it's sending a message to them that you care about yourself and that it's important to take care of yourself. And often as parents, I feel like we catch ourselves or maybe we don't catch ourselves, but I catch myself sometimes, you know, preaching one thing to my kids about like, yeah, take care of yourself. You know, you can accomplish Yeah, exactly. You can do anything you want, but then it's like, well, if I'm not getting dressed and and presenting myself and showing myself to the world with pride, then what, you know, that's like not what I'm telling them to do. So that doesn't make any sense. So I think those things get missed a lot for sure. Oh, this is so good. This is so juicy and so good. I'm so glad we're having this. I'm like, I got goosebumps, right? I just really got goosebumps. Ooh, so good. Okay. What is one outfit that I can put together today if I'm staying at home or, you know, running errands? Okay. I got some jeans. I got, you know, no dresses, just something simple. What's something I could put together? Yeah. Okay. Well, I guess that depends on if you are someone that is even willing to wear jeans right now. (laughs) I think a lot of women are like, no, jeans are out, but that, that is my, that is my personal go-to at home is I think jeans are just easy. And, and girl, if, if you, whoever's watching or listening, like if you are someone that's saying, you know, I can't wear jeans right now. I'm just not going to. You need to find yourself some stretchy ass jeans because there are some comfy jeans out there. You just need to find them. And there's plenty of options. Um, and the other thing I will say is tangent really fast about jeans is that I make myself wear jeans consistently because it keeps my weight and my ass in check. Because if you stay in those leggings for nine months of the COVID, all of a sudden you put your jeans on and you're like, oh, they don't shoot. fit. They don't they, fit. Girl. And that's I don't weigh myself. And that is my way of knowing whether or not I'm like getting a little out of hand or not. And I feel like there's a lot of women out there that if that have been living in leggings for a long time and all of a sudden, yeah, it's like, oh, dang, 
Shouldn't have done that. Go get your jeans on. <laughs> Hashtag put those jeans on. Put those on. Um, but I would, I would definitely say like a pair of denim. I mean, I'm a huge fan of graphic tees. I think they're just so fun. They're like, they're they're super comfortable, but they have like personality. You can get like cute sayings or like cute colors or whatever it is. It's like a pair of jeans, a graphic tee. And I love just like chunky, like flowy, like cardigans. Yeah, because I just feel like they're they're cozy. They look cute. It adds like an extra layer to your look. And then just like a pair of like clean white sneakers. That's like the the final thing because leather white sneakers that you can wear them year round. They're when they're when they're clean and taken care of, they just pull together any look and obviously super comfortable. So I love that, Stephanie, because I just started wearing Vans a couple of years ago mm-hmm. because it was, I had no middle ground and I felt like, oh, if I go to flat tennies, I'm like a mom now, you know, like, like that kind of look. But I, I found that tenny that still looked cute and dressy, mm-hmm. just like you said, the little leather mm-hmm. Vans. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm still comfortable, but I look cute with some jeans. I've noticed that when I add, I have a belt, a little uh-huh. When I add a belt to my jeans and it has some mm-hmm. sparkle, I get compliments on the belt. Like, like you said, add a personality. And then I know you add a lot of earrings and like hair mm-hmm. accessories and things like that. And then lipstick, right? Like mm-hmm. I'm a, I'm a eyebrow and mascara girl. I don't care where mm-hmm. I'm going. Eyebrows and mascara are on, right? Even if I go <laughs> hiking, I go wherever I feel good. Yeah. And, uh, so, okay. I love that. I love the cardigan. Would you do like a, a waist cardigan or a long cardigan? Honestly, either one would work. It just depends on what you vibe with the most. The The longer kind of chunkier cardigans that kind of go around like your hip area are, are a little bit more like prevalent and in style right now, but it just mm. depends on kind of what you're into. But the they're definitely like kind of the bigger, longer ones are, you know, really cozy for at home too. So, but still look nice. Okay, and I'm even going to go deeper because this is where I have laxed. Laxed or lack? Anyway, is my underwear and my bra. Like, I'll look really mm-hmm. cute on the outside, but the underwear and bra have, like, just gone to whatever, right? Mm-hmm. And that's a new thing for 2021. I'm like, I really want to take pride in knowing, even though nobody's going to look at it. Because, girls, you know when you go out on that date and you wear the good underwear. Like, you all know. <laughs> right? And the good bra. And then you're dating for so long. And then you go back to the, the sports bra. <laughs> I'm sorry. Right. But I don't want to do that anymore. I want to do that for me. I want to wear the pretty underwear and, and just, so what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I totally agree that that's just like a whole nother layer to helping us to feel good about ourselves. And really when you have a good bra on, it shows like on the outside of your body, right? And that's just like one more way to physically feel confident in the way that we're like presenting ourselves to the world. And it feels good when you've got like a nice secure, like it really does like set the tone. It's like the, yeah, it's the foundation for your primer for your makeup. Yes, that's that's a a great great way to say it. Because I could tell when I don't put primer on my makeup that day. Yeah. Okay. That is a great way to put it. I completely agree. So it's that one's definitely like, uh, you know, harder for, I think a lot of women to absorb that thought of like, Oh, I got to like invest in this stuff now, but nobody sees it, you know, but it really, really does make a big difference. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so glad that we brought this up because 2021 for me is going to be the next level 
of how do I want I to show that. up. And Lindsay Schwartz, one of our gals, she talks mm-hmm. about, you know, our alter ego of who we want to be, our higher selves in how we dress. And when she brought it up, my body lit up. My body was like, yes, that, that. Mm-hmm. Because I did. I started to like play small. This was, you know, at the beginning of this year. And so all of COVID, even if it's jeans and something, like you said, a graphic tee, it's something. It's just not leggings and, and chilling. And you know what's so funny? Yesterday I was wearing leggings and like a sweater. And then uh, some some of my girls came to give me a birthday present. And right away I wasn't ready. You know, and I'm like, I don't mm-hmm. want that, Stephanie. I want to always feel ready. If somebody mm-hmm. were to come to the door, I don't have to go, oh, let me change. And then it hit me. I'm like, oh my gosh, you, my makeup was all done, but my outfit from bottom down was like goofy. Right. And I'm uh-huh. like, Oh, I let myself go yesterday. Got it noted. Having mm-hmm. grace moving forward. I, uh, mm-hmm. I choose, I don't choose that anymore. I always want to feel ready. So that's how it kind of stuck with me. Well, everybody listening, I know they're probably like, Oh my gosh, how do I get your, cause I know you have the style blueprint. Is that what we call it? Uh-huh. Yeah. Outfit blueprints. Uh-huh. Outfit blueprint. Yes. And mm-hmm. everybody follow her on Instagram. What is it? I am What's your handle? Yep. I am underscore Stephanie Gilstrap. Yeah. Perfect. Follow her on Instagram. And then how can they get your outfit blueprint? Yeah. If you go to dailystyleupgrade.com, dailystyleupgrade.com, that's where um, my outfit blueprint program, which is where you get a digital outfit sent to your phone every day and you get to recreate the outfit using what's already in your closet. It's so much fun and it saves you time and just makes it so you can feel like put together every day. So Stephanie, little side note, do you have anything about how to clean out your closet? Like what to keep and what not? Yeah, actually I totally do. Um, I have, I have a resource, but it's not in my bio right now, but, um, if any of you want it though, you can DM me on Instagram and I'll get it to you. I think right now with it being winter and COVID we're at home, it's a perfect time. Like we've been cleaning. I've already Mm -hmm. cleaned my house three times. I'm like on the fourth time, like again, minimal, minimal stuff and really realizing Mm -hmm. what I want to wear. Like I haven't worn Mm -hmm. this in a year. It's out of here. Right. Yeah. Oh, this has been such a contribution, this conversation. And Stephanie, I'm so excited because Slay Gals is coming up and it's right in your wheelhouse because we are going to be giving back to the silent essential worker. And Stephanie is going to be talking for about 20 minutes with five other women on Saturday, December 12th, starting at 11 Pacific Standard Time. It is totally free and we are raising money to give back to the seamstresses and the I don't know how you say the male seamstress, but seamstros <laughs> in the <laughs> LA garment district. Cause right now they stopped making clothes ever since COVID hit. And they started making the PPE gowns and the masks and all those things that the doctors and the nurses wear for like five minutes. And then they throw them away in the trash. Somebody has to sew those. And they are working under horrible conditions. They're over time since COVID started. They, a lot of them have died from COVID. And I just want to show them like, look, we're here for you. Thank you so much for making these gowns. They're the silent essential worker. And so Stephanie will be here. Make sure to sign up. The link will be in the bio. And Stephanie's going to also be answering your questions. So we'll take a couple live questions. If you want to ask her, show your outfit live. That's going to be so fun. I am ecstatic for this. It's going to be really, really juicy. And six women 
talking for 20 minutes and you can already hear how badass she is, right? So Stephanie, <laughs> any shout outs you want to give before we wrap this up? Uh, I just want to thank you, Joanna, for like having me. And I just always love, love talking with you. Like you're so much fun. <laughs> you're like the best interviewer. So I just so appreciate. And thank you for having me as part of Slay Gals. It, it really means a lot. So I'm really looking forward to it. <laughs> and you can help us with like what Christmas outfit. I promise you, I'm not just saying this because like I want to toot your horn and you're my guest. Like seriously, you have really helped me like up level. I am going to think about the underwear and the bra and the up leveling and the cute shoes and the ad personality to my outfit. And I am doing this for me and my partner in the future. I am doing this for him and for my family and to show up to that event and go, Joanna, I'm going to choose me. And if I stand out, I stand out. Are you willing to receive that attention? And I no longer want to play small. Stephanie, you're such a contribution. Please let us know what you took away from this show. DM her, DM me, tag her, tag me. And Stephanie, I love you. You're amazing. And until next time, remember, girls, to get back up. Bye, y'all. Thank you so much for listening. If you loved this episode and know of another girl who can benefit from this message, please share it with your girlfriends and tag me on Instagram at Joanna Vargas Official. I love your DMs. Also, I would be honored if you'd take 30 seconds and give the Get Up Girl a five-star review. I appreciate and love you all. And remember, girl, to get up and live fully.